0: Hey, Sean. Welcome. You hear me all right, sir? Hey, I got you on board, Sean. Oh, there's Hello, a night.
1: I was just setting up the, uh, the live
0: tweet. How are you? Yeah, doing well. Doing well, thanks. Is your day going all right? Yeah, really well, actually.
1: Thank you. It's Mother's Day here over
0: in, uh, in England. I I just so, yeah. saw that. Yeah, did you have a
1: your
0: yeah. night's Mother's Day?
1: Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Body in the afternoon, cup of tea, chat, get of food.
0: All oh, very nice. Yeah, fantastic. That's what you want to do. Um,
1: exactly. How's your day going so
0: far? It's been good. You know, I had a I've had a good weekend overall. It's um, it's basketball time over here. So you know, a lot of that, and enjoying every minute of it until you know the bracket gets busted, and and now, now everything's gone. <laughs> uh, uh, everything's gone to um, trying to say this correctly <laughs> yeah so now it's more just watching for fun I guess <laughs> but uh yeah you know I uh, played some poker Friday night so that was good um really oh I really enjoy playing poker do you play much no I don't play it at all to play it with no one really likes it
1: or enjoys it unfortunately I've played it before um
0: yeah, I've always enjoyed it. It's a good time. i got a good group of friends, and we'll get together, yeah. and you know, it, it's it's so always you, fun. Uh, were you
1: successful?
0: Yeah, I was. It was a good night. Made some money. Very
1: nice. <laughs> I, think, I think I saw it,
0: actually, on my Twitter. So. Yeah, I had to post and make sure my buddies saw it so I could kind of rub it in their face a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah so. what's that I'm sorry Only natural oh yeah exactly thank you I yeah. appreciate you saying that because I agree yeah. <laughs> um, your wins. you have to you have to celebrate the wins and uh, you know they they uh, they don't ta- they don't pull any punches they make sure they celebrate them when they get in them so I hear about it yeah, that's natural. for sure Yeah. but uh, yeah so it's been an interesting week in the markets um, after all the bank news you know you're you would think that we would see maybe uh a, a scarier week possibly but um no it it we've just gone across the numbers here S&P was positive up 1.4 uh the Dow was flat was down slightly 0. 0.15 Nasdaq was up over 4% 4.4% and the Russell 2K those where the the small caps got hit they were down 2.64% and um so you know on the year running down that same list is we have positive 2%, but the Dow's down 3.8, Nasdaq's up 11 and the Russell's down 2, uh, 2%. So that's that's quite the I mean it's it's we're all over the place, I guess you could say. And um, but Bitcoin, oh my goodness. I, I don't know if I know we hit 28k this morning. We're, we're approaching being positive yep. 70% on the year. Um, I've been
1: watching actually today uh, Bitcoin because I've, I've, I've um, had a bit of a risky one, obviously it's low stakes, I've put a little bit of an over weekend, uh, should we say Gamble I guess of Hive which is the one that follows BTC and we'll talk about the chart uh, in this space but yeah it's basically a Bitcoin play, I don't know if you've heard of Hive.
0: Yeah I had not, I'm really looking forward to diving into that one because I'm not familiar with Hive so that's great, I'm glad you posted on that and uh, yeah let's get to the charts I guess. Um, we don't have a, a, real quick on earnings, um, not a lot yeah. there. Uh, Tuesday, I see we have Nike and GameStop. Do you, have you ever traded GameStop?
1: No, I think I put on the GameStop hype phase back in January, February, a couple of years ago, when it went from, I don't know, five to 500 or something stupid. <laughs> um, I think I put a little bit on then. and I, I, this, I was very new your investing back then, so I put it on, and then quickly check it out about 20 minutes later. So uh, I didn't make any money off of it, but it was kind of thrilling at the time, I remember that.
0: Um, but apart from that, I haven't touched it, but um, I just try and stay away from that kind of thing. Yeah, I'm the, move anyway. I'm the same way, but I've got a quick funny story there. So um, yeah. my son, uh, both of them, I was getting them into investing, you know, we we got the, some extra money, so we opened accounts for them and, you know, talked to them about brands that they were familiar with. So we bought stock in like, things like Disney and Target and, you know, uh Blue chip names, you could say that you know bigger, bigger stocks, um, well known names. But then I also wanted them to know, you know, to to t- give me ideas on their own. And my son said GameStop, right? He's like, yeah, GameStop. I and I was like, oh man, okay, he'll learn a lesson here, right? And so, he, I mean, it was a small amount. It, it was at four dollars a share, and I think he bought like twenty dollars worth. I mean, it was a very small amount, right? But but it went from that that four dollars to twenty, and I was like, buddy it's five extra amount that's where you, you take it. and so he sold out and of course it went crazy from there and i kind of stopped talking about it on, on purpose
1: yeah no, i not surprised
0: yeah yeah i didn't want to teach him that you know that was something to expect right so but yeah it was,
1: happens
0: every day yeah right right it was just i, I couldn't believe that that was of course the one that he had picked so it was a good time but anyways all right so let's get to the charts um so the first one I've got here is for the spy, like we always start with, and you know, for me, I've got mixed signals here. I kind of cleaned up the chart just to show the lines, and you know, we had the what we spoke about last week, breaking the trend to the downside, but now we push right back up to to retest it and got rejected a bit, um, right where all of these simple moving averages are converging. The the yellow is the 20 day, and the the blue is 150, and then i keep forgetting what i is that light blue or gray i have for that 50 day moving average the highest one it's
1: like a,
0: a light blue to yeah a lighter blue I, i'm actually going to change all these colors around being colorblind doesn't make this any easier um but anyways uh yeah so all of that pressure there um I, I look at it as resistance so i do think that we are are in a spot where we could see you know another rejection here of that uh prior trend line and go lower but um you don't know. We have 391 could provide some support here. Maybe the 390 level it looks like. And then 380 below that we had, we held there um, from the prior area where we had some consolidation. So seeing it bounce is a positive sign, I thought. Um, what do you think about Spy right here? So yeah, Like you said, I think the bounce is a very positive move. But if you look above it and you kind of touched on it a little bit there, the 50, the 200 and the
1: 150 kind of acting as resistance, but not only that, the previous trend line has obviously trended up since uh, October last year, is also kind of that kind of resistance as well, which I've seen before in trading. And then um, I've been taught by it from different trading courses, etc. and that sometimes previous trend lines can act as more resistance as well. So you can kind of see there's four different points of resistance there, which doesn't look great, doesn't sound great. Um, but then you've also got the 391 level you just mentioned, could actually a good support. So I would be looking if it is to move higher. <clears throat> Probably quite a sharp bounce um, from 391 over to 400 plus, um, almost in the space of a week. So I'd be looking for that kind of sharp uh, movement. If not, we could
0: be trading sideways, if not slightly down, um, for the foreseeable weeks. To be honest with you, um, that's my thoughts on the spy overall. Yeah, looking for a quick move. All right. Yeah, I like that. Um, well, next so we up, have, um,
1: FOMC. So just to put in there. Uh, we do have FOMC meeting on Wednesday, so that could spark some volatility and perhaps with some nice words uh, with uh, Jerome Powell, or, you know, likewise with some bad words, we could also see a downturn as well. So there's a potential catalyst there for a, a vicious move in a way.
0: Yeah, and, you know, we tend to trade kind of uh, timid in the days leading up to it, right? We might see a big yeah. move one direction or another on Monday and then just kind of hold the line um, until we get to the FOM, FOMC. So that's a good point as well. Yeah, and that's Wednesday, yeah, choppy, right? Choppy on Tuesday. Yeah, choppy, exactly. So you've got the cues here, um, what, what have you noted on the on QQQ? Okay, let me just run over to that. There we go,
1: okay, got it. Um, so the cues you can see my, uh, I've got so many lines on here, it's, absolutely, um, it's ridiculous almost because I don't really like to overcrowd my my charts too much, but the lines are relevant. So the support resistance, nice and easy to look at, and um, we've got the major support all the way down to sixty, but we're not going to talk about that too much now. Um, but what I'm really looking at here is the moving average um, line. So the 50 is just crossed the 200, which typically is a bullish move. If yeah. you're new to this kind of trading system, uh, the listeners. Um, so it's a bullish move, and it kind of sets a new trend uh, you know, in the rule book. Obviously, not everything's perfect, but generally, that does set a new trend, and hopefully a positive one. Um, and you can see the orange line in the middle, I've drawn late, and that's basically my idea of a strong support and resistance. And that could also be coupled with the 50-day moving average as well and so it could act as two different supports if it was to go back down to that level um, but overall i think we are moving in the right direction with um, qqq i don't know how much the semiconductors is pushing this up because obviously they've had a big run and i know you've got a few charts on that within this space which i'm looking forward to hearing your take on um, but yeah generally tech is moving in the right direction if you have any thoughts on this chart particularly
0: yeah i agree uh, this is really constructive the the moving average uh, uh the crossover there that you highlighted um is something i'm always looking for and and really it's highlighting the the momentum's change right where we are in an uptrend and you can see it here making higher highs or higher lows i should say and the next step to me is making higher highs so i want to see us get above that three twelve oh four line for sure um that's that's when I would get really you know, really positive here um, with respect to you know what might happen in the coming weeks, um, but we'll see. Uh, I think we might see it move in lockstep, or at least somewhat in lockstep with the S&P. And as we mentioned before, SPY was up against that resistance. So, um, yeah, that I, I think that um, you're right. Though we've got some positive things to look at here. So, and I think when we look at the SMH, um, you know, I'm seeing similar positive signs. So, uh, all of that being constructive, um, you know. I definitely is. It's it's interesting because we've got all this negative bank news last week. I had people. I I was trying to you know calm the crowd a little bit on Twitter. I don't know why I ever tried to do that, (laughs) but I posted you know that it really is. Um, But I posted that you know this is not two thousand eight. At least not yet, in my opinion. And um, there's obvious concerns and there's people who are in really bad spots and. You know this is nothing to sneeze at. there's a bank crisis going on, but i didn't it doesn't appear to me to be the same as two thousand and eight where we had toxic worthless assets just across these balance sheets um you know this is a this is a matter of treasuries and so not to get too much into it but uh I think it's just poor management here at a few firms and and you know we're gonna have some rough spots because of it, but my personal take is it's not the same, and hopefully these constructive charts. Uh, point us and, and pull us into the right direction. That's that's what I'm looking towards is to get more positivity out of these charts. So, um, Absolutely, yeah. yeah.
1: Would you be concerned if one of the big banks went down?
0: That that would change my mind completely. <laughs> yeah,
1: I can imagine. I think that went for many, many people and that was a lot of panic, wouldn't it? Like it did in 2008.
0: So. A- absolutely. And I think that, you know, what I've read anyways, and I'm no expert, but is is that we had some rule. Uh, management risk management issues at these banks that have gone under and you you don't see it you know i mean real basic stuff where uh so, you know some examples I heard about where you 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 have these fixed rate loans and you have your dollars tied to specific interest rate, but then you offset that by uh with credit swaps and default swaps and or excuse me, with credit swaps, and that are against floating rates. So you hedge any floating interest rates, right? And this is just what banks do, like breathing, I guess. And, you know, apparently these other banks didn't hedge their risk, and, and here we are. So I think that it's a little, it's a lot different, I should say. And But to your yeah. point, if a big bank went under, I mean, that would change everything. That would change everything. Well,
1: let's
0: hope that doesn't happen, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, it's already terrible enough to see what's going on with the regionals, so... Yeah, but um, so we've been talking about semiconductors a lot and we both posted SMH this week. Let's start with your chart um, because I, I think that there's some positive, you know, back to the positive chart uh, theme, some positive things going on here. What do you see, Sean? Yeah, so
1: ultimately I see a similar sort of trend as to QQQ. That's why I thought maybe it might be linked in such a way that semiconductors might take a large proportion of QQQ. Um, but anyway yeah, the lines that I've drawn here we've got uh, four black lines uh, 229 246 240 uh, sorry 254 all my numbers mixed up there and 260-ish <laughs> yeah. um, and we're kind of trading in between that range of 246 and 254 that's about a $12 range and I think we could stay here hope- well I say hopefully I think it'd be you know more sec- secure basically if we traded sideways for a bit because we had quite a lot large move up since October of last year um, and you can see that with the trend line I've drawn with the green line um, so as long as we stay above trend we stay above the 50 day moving average I'll be happy and um, I think I've got to predict what you're going to say and hopefully we can break through that to 54 level and then we can move on higher and uh, hopefully keep a, a nice upward trend um, but also healthy I don't
0: want anything massively um, spiking up I want a nice consistent um,
1: Basically, recovery,
0: recover, recovery really in the markets. I don't know
1: if you feel the same way on the SMH there.
0: Yeah, um, to two, it yeah, actually, and uh, I think that's that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm looking at my chart yeah. side by side with yours here, and I agree that we do we do need to get above that level that you know 254 would be ideal, but I think. If we hold steady here and we move sideways for a bit, that would be constructive as long as we're holding above, you know, 240. I, I think we really need to stay above 240, and as long as SMH can do that, as if the markets need to, you know, bounce around here with all this bank turmoil and the volatility associated with it. Um, but you hold that 240 level; that's right where that 50-day moving average is coming in. I think that would keep that 20-day from dipping too far below and, you know, allow it to pull back up on another move higher. And overall, it's it's really constructive to see again the 50-day moving average crossing above the 150, uh, the 20-day moving ab- above the one the 50. So both of those are, you know, intermediate and near-term positive. Uh, and then you know what I highlighted here is the head and shoulders, the reverse head and shoulders uh, pattern. You know these aren't guaranteed. Obviously, the no patterns are guaranteed. But when you see this formation. And you see the the candles break above that line, which I've got right around 249.50. I mean, 250 is probably the psych level. And once you break above that, and there's a meaningful break, meaning you have volume behind it, it's not just barely getting above 250.50 or 251, and then kind of settling back down. We want to see it, you know, pushing all the way to 260 here on meaningful volume. I think that would lead to more upside. Um, so, that's what I'm really hoping for, but I, I think that uh, if we do pull back, that 240 is what I would like to see hold. Yeah,
1: exactly right. I agree.
0: Yeah, this is what's interesting here, and we'll get to it in the stocks, is the, NVIDIA has really already broken out. I mean, it's it's been on an insane run. So, um, But before we get to that, I did post uh, a chart on KRE, which is the regional banks. It's an ETF on uh, the regionals, and... Yeah, I just want to take a quick look at it. I think that the news is going to trump anything you're going to see in the stock uh, charts uh, given how how many headlines we're seeing recently. Um uh, but you know, despite that, I'd like to take a look at the charts and see what it might tell us and it's interesting here that we did drop right down fill a gap and kind of hold steady um right around this 43-44 area. Uh, so, you know, I mean there's something to that I think when you see gaps filling. I don't know that we get a bounce here necessarily but I more to the point is if we don't see a hold here um there's really no support all the way down to maybe 3450 uh, 3455 I marked out but even that I mean there's not a, a, a huge amount of reason to consider these you know strong levels um and there's nothing in between at all so you're going to see continuously big moves in my opinion um, so I personally stay away unless you're looking to, you know, like you mentioned earlier, you know, maybe gamble a little bit. Yeah, it's a tricky one. This one cause it's not what I'm used to.
1: KIOWI, okay, mean, that's the first I've seen this, um, and I immediately thought must be related to banking, um, given the last candle wasn't listed on to top left, and it was. Um, it has had quite the drop, as you as you can see. I'd be looking for a little bit more consolidation, a bit different to what you thought there, where you, wanted it, well, you thought it might move up and, and down quite dramatically, which it may do. Um, but after maybe a few headlines, etc., I'd like it to kind of consolidate. Um, not one I'm interested in too much, um, but also making a higher low, if you can really put it like that, from uh, where is that? So that so 2020, um, the lowest low.
0: Um, Yeah, that's actually in 2020. Yep, yep, that's correct. Yeah.
1: Um, So that would be, I don't know if that really counts as a lower low, but um, a a low, sorry, a higher low now if we were to to cement that in. I guess it does, no matter what, because obviously it's
0: technical analysis. um, But yeah, just a donation, and we'll see, hopefully. Yeah, you know, I was sneaky. I didn't mention this was a weekly chart. I usually do daily. yeah. and this one I flipped to the weekly because of you know I wanted to go back in time without cluttering it up too much. But um, yep, you, you got it right. This goes all the way back to the big drop in 2020, and you can see. I mean, really gave up all all that, that has been gained since then. And yeah, you know, it's a it's not something I'm looking to invest in or even trade at the moment. But it's just a very interesting story given all the regionals. So I wanted to post the chart just to take a quick look it's almost um, with all the headlines is basically a photo that kind of goes alongside it doesn't it from a technical analysis point of view yeah yeah all, it's... all the news down, down, down. <laughs> should put a big big sign there uh, let's see yeah. here so um, did I put SMH in here twice I did I get excited about the SMH charts and I just post them in there multiple times so skipping ahead you've got Tesla next uh, what did you see in Tesla this week Tesla, yeah, I, I did trade it a couple of times this week. Um, oh, nice. Nothing to shout about, but it, it went okay. Uh, but really,
1: what I wanted to point out, is at the beginning of the week, we held this 50-day um, moving average quite, quite nicely, which is the blue line, if you're following along. Um, we didn't quite fill the gap, as you as you uh, mentioned, last weekend. Um, but again, I'm hoping, obviously, we don't get down to that level, because you know, not all gaps are filled at the end of the day. But what I do like, uh, essentially, from this chart, is the bounce off the 50-day, as I've mentioned, and then move back up to the 180 line. And we've kind of held that, in my opinion, um, obviously we we'll the next few days with FOMC, etc. But I'd be looking to hold this uh, 180 line and perhaps make a move back to 200. Um, the black squiggly line has just stayed there on the chart in the last month and a half, I think, since we started doing these spaces, actually. Um, so that's kind of my, uh, what was my kind of prediction line. It's got nothing to... You know, don't, don't write this down yourself, etc., listeners. But I've just kind of stayed there on my chart and I'm just kind of leaving it there just in case it does go up to 250. And I can go, Yeah, I told you so.
0: But no, I'm not, I'm not like that. <laughs> I'm not that kind of person. But, but you know, you never know. It, <laughs> but yeah, moving back to
1: 200 is, is my
0: ultimate goal this Yeah, I think that's a good initial target. And if it does follow your, your uh, forecast line all the way up there, I don't know if you're seeing it, but I'm seeing a Tesla symbol forming, quite frankly. I think that's probably bullish for the stop. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's to have
1: the shoulders. It?
0: Yeah. Quite, like, like a cup and handle almost. But. Yeah, a bit like that, exactly. Um, so that first, though, first stop would be 200. I I, I like your levels here in the, in the blue circles showing that uh, support coming in. I think that's strong. So, yeah, it's uh, it was good to see a bounce last week, and I'm curious to see if it holds here. It looks like it kind of wants to hold again at this 180. 184 level, um, yeah. I, I would. See, oh, go ahead.
1: Sorry, you can see that the last time, last. Three, sorry, last three times it's hit down to just below 167. Got some nice, healthy green
0: candles bouncing back up. So you can tell the buyers are there at that level. that, yeah. that Really means much, but
1: you know, from what you see on the chart, it's positive.
0: No, you've got big buyers right there. I think that's huge to point out and something that I would I would keep on the radar um, because, yep, yeah, when you have demand at a key level, then. That's something that I note certainly. Absolutely. So next up, this is this has been one of my favorites that you've introduced, and and uh, this is Sonos ticker S O N O. I like your trend line here, but yeah, it looks like we're testing it.
1: It does. and It's potentially quite quite scary, obviously, because the trend lines are um, easily broken these days. Um, but hopefully, I think with the stock, with the way it's moving, the news articles, etc., that I've got. Uh, James who's actually listening on now he follows me quite closely he's invested and in I'm not personally invested for the long term um, just because I've got other ideas with my, my long term portfolio but you can see with the technical analysis here I've drawn it's kind of floating around three different areas you've got that kind of 18, 19 level um, which the kind of support unfortunately I didn't draw the line there which is a bit, a bit frustrating but it goes all the way back to uh, July last year um, so you've got that support level you've also got a 50 day moving average following it up you also got that green trend line. So it's at a key level in my eyes. I'm looking for it to kind of make a, quite a substantial move back up to twenty, twenty one. 21, hopefully break that twenty one thirty area and move all the way up to 23. Hopefully
0: in the coming weeks um, we, we shall see. Yeah, I really like this setup. Um, and I'll tell you why. So you've got, you know me and my gap fills. And so you filled the gap below that was the reason that you highlighted there. But also... We filled the gap from going all the way back to August, and um, you know that that happened. We rejected after filling that all the way up to 2132, it looks like. And now that that's come back down and retested, and we're getting a bounce here. Um, that that's normal, right? When you're coming from below and you're filling a gap that's above, you're going to re. You see a lot of rejections there, and then after it settles out, you get a bit of consolidation. You'll know, start looking for that move higher, and if we can hold this trend line and, and hold that uh, moving average as well, um, I really like this setup here. I'm, I'll be watching this closely. Thanks, okay, James, for bringing, bringing this up to our attention. Yeah, good lad. Um, you can
1: see actually this week um, it's released, uh, from down to kind of A two to fill the gap uh, that kind of level, and the buyers have come in. Not
0: once, but twice, just in this one week. So there is a buying buying point there for people. So you can quite clearly see that. Yeah, great call. Yeah, and and to the rest of the listeners, if whether you're listening to the recording later or you're listening live, you know, definitely send us DMs or or send a message, um, comment in the bottom right here, and we'd be happy to take a look at charts for the coming week, or if there's something that we can look at now that we're familiar with, take a take a stab at it. But appreciate the suggestions as they come in. It's always great to take a look at stuff that maybe wasn't quite on our radar, like this one for me in particular. It's been great. Yeah,
1: it opens size to, to different assets and potentially new technical targets. So it'd be nice to have some DMs, some requests,
0: etc. Yeah, we'd love to take them. Um, so let's see here. Uh, you mentioned Hive blockchain, and this is not something I'm familiar with, so I am definitely interested. I noticed your blue circles, so that's draw my eyes immediately to that support line. It looks like we're right there. Uh, what do you have to say about? Is it HIVE? That's a ticker. HIVE. Uh, yes, yeah, so it's high blockchain technologies. They are a Bitcoin, Ethereum miner. Um, they mine in Canada, Norway, and Sweden,
1: I believe. So no, sorry, uh, Sweden and Iceland and Canada. Oh, Iceland, um, nice. So, so yeah, so all of the cold countries, which is quite smart, obviously mining could be quite you know hot, etc. Don't know too much about that to be honest with you, but from Germany, that's what, that's what i can get so anyway that's a hive um so we've got the blue circles drawn at that kind of three dollar level now i must say before i dive into the, the analysis of this this is a very high risk stock because it's, it's a penny stock in my eyes um you can see the dramatic moves just in the last what is this just over a year or just under a year um it's gone up down up down so just trade carefully if you are going to trade this stock um as i mentioned earlier right at the beginning of this call I do have a over the weekend play I just because I saw the technicals of Bitcoin looking uh, pretty good, which a bit a bit disappointed actually. I didn't realise I should I should have put that in this call really. Shouldn't I, the Bitcoin. Maybe I will post a chart after this call so. Yeah, that'd stick be great. on my Twitter and um, I'll, I'll post a chart of about Bitcoin and see, tell you what I thought about that. Looking um, back into hype, you can see it's moved up to the 50-day moving average, which is the blue line. And it tested it definitely back uh, what's that mid-March not so long ago. I went all the way down to that 220 level and for me that's a fairly good support nothing too solid which is a bit of a shame but it's kind of a new territory for this stock but what I really like is, is the kind of aggressive move back up to the 50 and I'd, I'd basically look for that to continue up to the 200 um, and I'm obviously in an ideal world it'd move above that um, so ultimately I want this 50 day move average to across this 200 um, and playing into these support and resistance levels um, with the support the resistance levels, I think they're fairly solid. So if you look, if you look across the whole chart, and if you can see multiple, multiple points of contact with all of these lines. Um, so yeah, just something to be aware of when you're trading the stock. But ultimately, move up to 200-day moving average and hopefully push through that and set a nice positive trend, not only for Bitcoin, but for obviously all Bitcoin miner stocks, all the ones that kind of follow it. You've got Mara, you've got Annie, you've got Hive. Some other ones you probably know as well, and I have spoken for quite some time. So
0: maybe I should let you take the mic and see what you think about this hive chart. I lined your charts up today, Sean. <laughs> I noticed that I got you on a roll. This is great. <laughs> um, so I think the support you you highlighted is strong. I I totally align with that, and having the moving average slide in here and those candles quickly, you know, get back above the fifty. Uh, moving average is, is also something that you know it's constructive, it's positive. You've got strong volume there, too. I noticed so he had a lot of yeah. big, big volume spikes here, um, which is definitely interesting to note. Um, and I think that you've got it right. If we can get this back up above you know the 350, 363 level, you'll see that 50 day uh, trying to cross the 200. And ultimately, if we get that, that'd be a nice nice positive signal and and you can trade with a little more confidence to the upside I think you you, as long as we can hold 28k for Bitcoin this weekend uh, you should start Monday off hopefully in a good spot yeah
1: absolutely I think um, the post it was up like um, 3.30 so it's actually a bit higher I got a screenshot of this um, just after the market closed on Friday and I think it's already up to about 3.30 obviously see what Bitcoin does over the weekend but um, positive positive Near, near
0: future for, for hype. I think yeah, awesome let's see here so I think yeah Baba so I got a request uh, we'll take a look at ticker Baba let's see if I can get to it at the end here and if not we'll definitely get to it next week but that's a great re- great request by uh, Bula Bologna Baloney, yeah, just Bologna just a
1: one on the, on if you look at the daily I was, I was looking at this I was tempted to post it actually on Friday but oh, yeah? um, if, you look at, if you look at the daily chart yeah it's absolutely mad what's happened in the last year just so volatile. All right, forget um, it. I'm yeah, pulling it yeah,
0: up. Let's definitely. see. Well, um, we'll definitely look at it next weekend. That's for sure. In a bit more detail. Yeah, I got to take a quick quick stab at this. Let's yeah. see. <laughs> it's uh, definitely
1: something. I, I did have a trade on this week, but it didn't do it so well. I hit my stop loss, but you know that's trading. Um, I was looking
0: for a move up on Friday, but it didn't quite work out. Hit yeah. My stop
1: loss, moved on to the next one.
0: so Yeah, started up and then pulled back. All right, yeah, I'll be taking a look at it. That's a great suggestion. I like it. Um, all right so uh, next on our list we got I've got a bunch of chip stocks semiconductor stocks lined up and because of what we're seeing in SMH first one is Nvidia and everybody's familiar with Nvidia big big moves here and uh, you know I like it for the long term actually like all of these for the long term where they're at um now one of one of the followers um one of our friends I should say um posted that hey we're just right back up to key resistance level here and so this move up, that while it's been constructive, you know, we're up to 267.75, and that's something to note. And I, I think that's right. I think we should pay attention here to what's going on with NVIDIA, but uh, this reverse uh, head and shoulders pattern is, is, was, was a bullish pattern, and we see the big breakout that occurred. And so that's what I'm looking at in the SMH and what we had talked about earlier. Um, it's just interesting to note that NVIDIA being you know the leader of the group, or the pack, so to speak, um, has broken out already and made this big move up. Do you follow, Do you uh, trade NVIDIA at all, Sean? I don't, actually, no. I have traded AMD in the past.
1: <clears throat> it's fun to be a bit more stable, I think, uh, when, when, when trading at least. But I think, yeah, very positive moves for, for NVIDIA in total. And I just had a little quick look on, on OSI on, on my platform, and it's still, it's not, to the highs of the 70 80 kind of lines for RSI, so actually, it still has a bit of room to move and um, potentially on, on the RSI, which is if anyone doesn't know, it's just a strength indicator of a particular stock. And for me personally, I use it as, a, as a kind of trend momentum um, confirmation. Other people use it for buying zones, etc. But yeah, still a lot of room to move for the RSI. Um, but yeah, generally, this chart looks.
0: It looks a bit like a rocket, doesn't it? It's just taken off. So it has. Let's see if that rocket continues. <laughs> yeah, it has taken off quite a bit, and you've got, you know, again, the, the simple moving averages, you've got the 20-day across the 50, and the 50 above the 150, so both positive, positive. and notice yeah. the 20, this yellow line here, is, is forming support for the candles as they're moving higher. Um, so, yeah, we got. I think it will get a pullback to that 20-day average at least, you know, to cool things off a little bit, but um yep i'm watching this one to go higher and see how it acts right at that resistance level you? Yeah, it's exciting stuff. it is it's really great to see I, I i continue to think that the semiconductors are gonna semiconductors are gonna lead us you know into the next bull market so we'll see if i'm right um i don't think i'm the only one with that kind of thesis i'm buying stretch but yeah so we'll see but you mentioned amd um and I've noticed here that we broke the downtrend. So it's another, you know, positive story here. The moving averages crossing to the upside with more positive news. And I'm just getting in the recent weeks, you know, the big crossover, the 50 above the 150 for me. And, again, a nice nice move higher, making higher highs and higher lows. Um, all positive news here. So, I you know, 100 is going to be a key psych level and always tough to get above. Uh, but I think if we get a nice strong move above, um, that's going to be our new strong support level. Um, so that's what I'm, I'm kind of watching for is the action as we get towards 100. Any thoughts or comments here?
1: Yeah, so you took the words out of my mouth there. I was going to say it was a huge psychological level as round numbers normally are. Sure. Um, but I agree, pushing through that and acting as a nice support as it did, as you can see, um, early past of 2022, kind of mid-January, is that? Yeah, mid-March. Um, two fairly clean bounces of that level back then, so we can push through, uh, make a move up to maybe 110, back down, retest at 100, and that's where I've been looking to uh, enter a possible swing trade, as an example. Uh, That's where the setup will be key for me, but yeah, ultimately that 100 100, uh, level would be huge for most people.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, so just moving right along in the sector here, I've got uh, o n next ticker on for on semiconductor and this is another one that I've been pointing out where we're making you know higher highs and higher lows and and the key here really is the prior resistance becoming support, which is a theme that I really like to trade against um, because when you start to see that pattern, um, I mean it's very simplistic, right? Uh, you can see that we pulled back here to 7675 which was prior resistance and now I'm looking for another move higher. We are dancing around here um, after that big push. I'm not surprised at all to see it. Uh, we got nice nice support off of the 50 day moving average and we did get the drop down. So holding there and quickly moving back up was nice to see as well. Um, so overall, I, I think uh, we're gonna see another push to back up to 87 and hopefully higher. That's what I'm looking for, but I wanted to hold this 76, 75 and, and show some positive moves To the upside, if it breaks that, that's that's my risk level. I don't want to really, uh, trend you know track it any further than below that 50-day moving average because if we do break that, that could be a sign. I mean, it's pretty extended here, and it could be a sign that it's tiring out, running out of legs. What do you think about that?
1: Yeah, potentially. I think everything you've said is is spot on. I think this is good, a good chart for beginners actually, just to show clear uptrend. Um, you could almost draw a perfect line from that point in July last year up to where we kind of are now-ish, and had that put kind of trend line upwards. Um, but like you say, it's making new highs, and it's setting those highs as the new supports. I uh, didn't word that correctly, but you think you know what I mean. Um, so it's almost taking the stairs up, which is quite nice. Um, I'd like to see this in stocks. So yeah, hopefully it continues on, on, this, on this trend.
0: Yep, that's, that's, that's exactly what I'm watching for. And so we'll keep that key level 76, 75 in mind. It's easy to remember.
1: Do you, um, do you, do you hold this stock in, your, in the long-term portfolio, or is this one that you'd like to trade?
0: This is one that I, I would do both. Um, quite frankly, I don't own it currently, um, but I, I, I don't have... Um, sorry, I was just reading another one of our comments. I don't own it currently, but I do like it for the long-term. And then with a, with respect to how nice this technically sets up, I like it for short term trading. So let's see, shorts. Uh, that's, that's good to know. Yeah. Oh, we've got some shorts on on around 90. Interesting. Ooh. I'll have to take a look at that. We we need K. K is our options Wait, guru. Yeah, do. options missing him this week. I'm taking a note here. Look at those options. Alright. Great notes. Appreciate the comments. Okay, so um I want to keep moving along here because I know we're kind of under the gun for timing today, and uh, we've got two more charts to get to. Uh, the last one in the semiconductor space is Marvel, so ticker MRVL, not to be mistaken with the comic so, books. Just before we, um, yeah, that's
1: what I thought. This superhero is. Just before we jump into this, do you want to explain a little bit what Marvel does or what it is? Because this is the first time I've heard it. It might be the first time some other listeners have heard it too
0: yeah yeah so it's not um and it's funny because again going back what's that i'm sorry it's not superheroes. it's not the superheroes which you know my my kids are disappointed to hear that and uh <laughs> but yeah it's um it's in the semiconductor space um let's see let me get some good information here i want to just go go off the uh, top of my head there but yeah so um, infrastructure, semiconductor solutions is what they're about, tied into EV, the EV space heavily, um, and so in particular, uh, they, they talk about using the laser drivers, TIA's, um, and different solutions that tie into the EV the uh, space. So really tied to the whole evolution in cars that we're seeing, and that's interesting. Oh, you know what? I was reading. <laughs> well, here I go, Sean. I, I thought I jumped over, but I didn't. I'm reading on On, and On is another one no. I've been researching. So, um, so yeah, let me get over here. It's, that's interesting. So, yeah, I'm sorry. It is it is in the same space, so semiconductors. And um, anyway, so uh, it's one that I'm actually looking to trade, and it's not in my long-term portfolio, or at least not on the list yet. So, hence, you can understand why I have a little bit less of a, a knowledge base around what it is what the actual fundamentals are here for for Marvell but what you can see here in the technicals in the chart is we're bouncing here off of 36.71 which is I got on on the low end of the channel we've been in and the high end all the way up to 48.39 with 42 right down the middle and so when I see this nice kind of slice uh, between right in the middle of a channel it gives me a nice trading setup and uh, so then I'm also noting the higher highs and higher lows here. So the trading setup, I, I would say, has a bias to the upside. And what I like here is that it's it's got the bounce off of the support at the bottom. We've got the higher low confirmed. And now we're going to start pushing back up to that 42 line, which is an area where you can you know expect a pause, especially with those moving averages like we talked about before, provi- providing some resistance. Um, but given that we're in this... Uh, overall uh, channel and we made the higher high previously I'd like it to you know push through that 42 level and continue on up to 48 and so that's what I'm looking for here I think that uh, a nice trade is to get in here at these levels um, right around 40 and if you can a little bit lower as long as it's holding up nicely and, and not going pushing back down to retest that the bottom of the channel and um, if it continues to higher here you know, again, maybe take some profits as you get to that 42, 43 range. Um, but I would hold on to some runners uh, looking for a continuation up to the 48. That's the trade I'm looking at. I'm actually um, buying shares in my cover call portfolio and then selling cover calls, you know, well out of the money against it, trying to, you know, build some cash against the position. That's how I'm trading it anyways. So th- now it's my that was my turn to talk a long time, Sean. What are your thoughts here Not on Marvel?
1: We both had our spells today, haven't we? <laughs>
0: um,
1: yeah, I, I really like the point where you put um, the higher lows, I think that's very um, informative for people. And as you said, the channel that we've got here from about that thirty-six level to uh, around about 50, really. Excuse me while I um, cough. So, yeah, moving back up to the moving averages, I think that would be most important and hopefully push through that, create a nice uptrend. But what you've got here is a perfect setup between like you said, right down the middle there, almost at 42 level, um, and the kind of trade advice there I think was spot on, so if you, if you did uh, potentially enter this, uh, take some profits around 42, um, and as most people say, let your winners run, so if it was to make a run, let it run, keep the stop loss fairly tight um, along, along, uh, alongside the technicals in the short, short-term short markets, there's shorter time frame sorry, you know, the 5, the 15, and the 30, etc., um, but ultimately, I think this is this is the stuff that's kind of moving in the right direction. Hopefully, the channel upwards, and, uh, and I can see the volume looks like it's increasing down the bottom there. Um, so I have the continuing positive momentum.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like it. I like the way that sounds. Hey, so I did pull up uh, the company of site for Marvel because I don't want to sound like a complete fool, like I haven't looked at this before. <laughs> and uh, there's, this is exactly as I was mentioning. So it is around the semiconductor infrastructure, right? And so uh, it, it's tied into the space, the infrastructure solutions that you're, you're hearing talk about, you know, since, I mean, going back a couple of years here. Um, and so they're tied into EV, so that that is part of it, but also um, tied into the cloud, And just B2B uh, overall business uh, building out across, it looks like, multiple industries. So uh, a lot to do with cloud collaboration and what you'd expect out of the semiconductor space. And again, a trade for now, um, but possibly something if we... I liked the way NVIDIA and AMD have moved, and so I'm hoping that Marvell follows suit. And it looks like they're just behind, but with some positive signs on the trading setup. So uh, that's why I like this trade. Yeah, and then last but not least is been my favorite. It's for solar, ticker FSLR. Uh, not too much more to say here other than I just really like this chart. And I expect a bit of a pullback, you know, retest that prior high. I think 180 is about right to come back and test after that huge move up. Um, on It looks like it was on great earnings. And we should expect to hold that 20-day moving average unless there's news or uh, reason I don't, I don't see any other reason for it to break. Um, of course, that doesn't mean much. I mean, the, once I see uh, the chart break, then I'll have to reassess. But for now, this is nice and orderly, stair-stepping up higher, and I'm looking forward to, you know, again, retest 180 and then come back up and take another shot at 220. Absolutely,
1: yeah. And I think it's important that this is actually a weekly chart that if people are following along. Um, that, like I mentioned earlier on in the, in the call, it's taking the stairs up and it almost looks perfectly like a set of stairs um so maybe we can complete that kind of uh, trend of the stairs and um, just a little note there on top of the
0: 50 day remember she's got like a little box there do, do you know what that is is that like a gap fill or something yeah you know that's actually from the the daily and i think there was a gap there on the dailies but this being the weekly thanks for pointing that out again i can't uh, Need to continue to mention that, and uh, yeah, so th- that's what that is—is is actually a gap that might need to be filled. Um, let me take a look here. I'll pull up on my charts, and you know, so that twenty is is a twenty-week moving average that we're holding here, and. Um, it's doing pretty
1: really well to hold that, I think.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and that's exactly what it was. There's a big gap up on earnings, and that's what that box is you see here on the weekly. So that might be an area where we it might prove as a magnet to pull back below 180 but not all gaps are filled they're filled about 80 percent of the time so this is a tr it's something i always talk about in trade but yeah this is something to watch yeah i think it's important to
1: say that not all gaps are filled so don't expect it to go down there 100
0: percent yeah right exactly and especially when you have some some support there at that 180 level which i think we do have especially if you pull out the daily charts, it, it was retested, it was first hit and then pulled back and then retested before gapping up and breaking through that level. So I, I definitely like that for support. And uh, again, its it's been extended here, it's had a nice run, but until we see it break break down, uh, there's no reason to think it can't get more upside, so that's what I'm watching for. Absolutely, yeah,
1: one to watch.
0: Well, Sean, it's always fun. Another great Sunday in the books. I feel prepared for next week. I am buying Marvell. That's just my own thing. Everybody has to assess and do their own thing as well, but that's what I'm excited about. Um, I know you've got the trade in Hive. Anything else that you're excited about this week? Um, not in terms of trading. I'm just trying to kind
1: of play it safely. I think obviously the FOMC, as we mentioned, in the early parts of this space. Um, but just ultimately my
0: notes for the end of the week, if you don't mind. Uh, I've got FOMC on Wednesday, so I'm trading
1: carefully. I'm just literally just mentioned that. Um, we can expect a little bit of uh, tre- trepidity. Is that a word?
0: Uh, it is now. I like that. Trepidity. Yeah,
1: I like it. i add it to editor dictionary, shall we? <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> we're going to expect that in the next couple of days, and I'm still going to have probably quite a couple of big moves on Wednesday with the talk. So make sure you downsize or don't play at all. Just be safe, generally, if you are trading. Um, I am coming from a day trader background, of course, so with this chat. So I'm not thinking too much long term strategy wise. Other than that, plan your trades, execute them as best you can, and, and always remember to track your trades and revisit them to time uh, to, sorry, revisit them to learn what went well and what went badly as well. So make sure you take this time, if you're not trading, to learn and grow and continue to be a better
0: trader. Yeah, absolutely. And again, send us any questions you have. Appreciated the suggestions and comments that came in today. They're fantastic. I'll be looking at that chart for baba and possibly posting on it later today but if not uh, definitely later this week and we'll look at it next week and then also continue we'll talk to Kay about those options um on ticker o n that's that's a uh, curious to know it looks like we got might, might have some short positions out there so uh more good stuff next week and uh safe trading to everybody and uh yeah enjoy the rest of your day thanks again for your time today sean had a great time
1: yeah take care have a great day thanks sean I uh-huh.